If you want to catch us live, come hang out, ask us questions, go over to our Twitch, twitch.com slash daydreamermedia. Click the follow along buttons, click the notification bell, never miss whenever we go live. It's playoff time. We got to get some wins. So come get your questions answered here at the Fantasy Daydreamers. to the fantasy daydreamers podcast i am jj you guys can follow me on twitter at jj daydreamers with me i got keone hello ladies and gentlemen boys and girls everybody of all denominations you can see me making uh the, i was gonna go i was gonna go one way and then i decided against it but, but good. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's uh what do they say? It's 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 cuffing season, so cuff I'm cuffing the Twitters on all so you can see those every weekends for this fantasy playoff season. And the only place you can cuff along with me is at Daydreamer Keone on Twitter. So are you saying you are available uh to be cuffed? I, I suppose I am. I'm putting it out there. <laughs> yeah. I heard he likes being the little spoon ladies. <laughs> hey, if, if you're. Who does it? Who does it? It's all about yeah, warmth. You know, we need some comfort these days. Uh, that's Ryan. What's up, guys? R O K K O. Daydreamer. Um, check me out there on Twitter. You know. Yeah, go ahead and tell your friends. Follow along, subscribe, like, whatever it's called on whatever platform you are listening to this, and tell your friends to, to subscribe too. Even if they don't listen, tell them to, tell them to just subscribe. It's free. <laughs> you know, I've never said this before, but I also follow back on Twitter. Oh, yeah, me too. Mm. Let's get into some news. <laughs> Ryan's writing that off on his taxes as his charity. <laughs> I follow back on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> TurboTax, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, so uh, stop using TurboTax. <laughs> Shit's starting to get confusing. Yeah, on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Colts running back Jonathan Taylor is dealing with a high ankle sprain. Looks like his season is going to be over. Yeah, that's why they lost that game. Truly, a, a season that never begun. Uh, it yeah, kind of uh, feels like it. Mm. Let's just let's just move on from the Colts. Uh, Jalen Hurts dealing with a shoulder sprain could miss some time. Not good for playoffs. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's not great for fantasy. It they said it's not a learn a long term injury. Um, yeah, it's not good for fantasy. Playing against the Cowboys this week, I, it was. Uh... Uh, if it's Gardner Minshew, I would start AJ Brown and Dallas Goddard. I don't think I would start Devontae Smith, and I would start Miles mm. Sanders as well. I know Miles Sanders had a bad game, but they're going to lean on in this game if Hurts is out. It's I would say this. If I was a person who had Jalen Hurts, I'd be rooting for the Cowboys. Because if he, if they win, if he win, I don't think they play versus the Saints. 
Yeah. Uh, and then you have to lose him in your championship game as well. I got to so. be honest. I'm, I'm scared to start Miles Sanders against that Cowboys defense. I know that... Uh, uh, ETN had 100. I don't know. They, yeah, yeah. They've been getting... Uh, you know, the Texans had a good game against them, and then the Jaguars had a good game against them. I'm... I think they're going to come to play against this this Eagles team, and so I don't know if I'm, I'm not excited to start Miles Sanders. Is all I'm saying. Uh, before this week, Texans placed running back Damian Pierce on IR, so his season is over. Good rookie season there from mm-hmm. him. Uh, I think hopefully. he he's a solid RB two guy for the rest of his career. Mm-hmm. Well, sorry, rest of his until the Texans are good. <laughs> so maybe his career uh, yeah 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 <laughs> Falcons running back Caleb Huntley season is over with an Achilles injury rough yeah undrafted yes, guy that you know who knows End if he of the year too another chance probably, him, probably mm-hmm. ruined him for dynasty mm-hmm. mm. yeah Cardinals Colt McCoy, quarterback Colt McCoy left early with a concussion and was re- replaced by Trace McSorley. This is not good news for the Cardinals. Oh, my goodness. This is third string quarterback now. There's only two guys you can play from the Cardinals, Hopkins and Connor. Simple. Hmm. Yeah. Basically, you said it last week and just got to reiterate it now even more. Yeah, but with Colt, I could, you could still play Brown and know that he was going to get some targets, but... I mean, mm. competent backup compared yeah. to Trace McSorley. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And yeah. then, you know, they already put out the rumors. They call Sean Payton already. <laughs> 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 they about to spend so much money. Yeah. Mm. And uh, the Packers release wide receiver Sammy Watkins. So. Oh, no. Maybe it will be his, if he gets picked up, maybe you can play him because it'll be like his first week with mm. another team. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't be uh, holding my breath. No, I know. It's just first week, Sammy. Yeah, that's a good idea, actually. You know <laughs> yeah, that's fucking thinking for you. That's that's the outside of box thinking that gets you to steal a championship. Mm. All right, that'll do it for the news. Let's get into some week fifteen awards. <laughs> All right, if you could go back in time and switch a player from your bench into your starting lineup, who would it be? This is the If I Had One Wish Award. If I had one wish. <sighs> All right, Rondre Stevenson. Uh, I would. I want to put him in. Uh, I didn't think he was going to play. He only, pract- I, he only practices limit- limited on Friday. He had the high, or he had the ankle. I I wasn't sure, man. I put Pashenko over him, and Stevenson played and got all the work and dominated, and it hurts, you know. I even I was even looking at Sunday or Sunday morning trying to find on Twitter if he was going to play, and I couldn't find anything, man. It was just all questionable. I was scared, man. I was scared. Hmm. Me being scared. What's going on with Damian Harris? Because that man's not Whoa. playing. He's he hasn't been active. Well, he was he started off. This is why I was so confused. Stevenson started off not practicing, mm-hmm. and Harris started was. off being limited. Yeah, right. And then on Friday, he, Harris rolled out, and Stevenson was limited. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, maybe it's Pierre Strong. 
So I picked up Pierre Strong, but I was like, I don't know, man. Mm. Oh, man, it's just that Scary. whole situation was yeah. shitty. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a tough one. You just got to know, start Ramondre Stevenson going forward. Mm. Well, yeah. well. <laughs> for me now, but whoa, whoa, whoa. For, for everyone who got to get a pass, great yeah. job, start him yeah. forward. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, not mad that you mentioned because you're right, you didn't have very much information, but. All right, I got uh, Jarek McKinnon. Two straight weeks as the running back won. Ten carries, eight receptions, 122 yards, two touchdowns, a two-point conversion. Just been on a tear as of late. I mean, on one of the best offenses in the NFL and as the receiving back in in that offense. It's, he's, what, it's, so he's what C-H- C-E-H is supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. literally. Uh, averaging six targets a game since their bye week. McKinnon is a must-start going forward, I think. I mean, just so many targets down there. Um, luckily, I didn't need him to beat Keone this week. Keone still somehow made it into the playoffs. I don't know. But uh, just an amazing game from Jarek McKinnon. We got, you know, failing upwards is still going up. So however you do it, you, as long as you get there. Um. So the guy that I wish I could have, we were all doing running backs in this category because mm-hmm. they just had a good week. It was just a good week for running backs. Um, it's Tyler Algier, the uh, Falcons running back. Uh, we kind of talked about this or something, you know, that probably affected this from the news of Huntley being, you know, injured. Unfortunately, this probably definitely helped Tyler Algier, you know, cause it's not a three headed monster anymore. It's just him and, old man Patterson back there, even though, and Patterson still did pretty good. He had a hard, you know, run for a touchdown kind of stole and take, you know, vultured one from Tyler Algier potentially, but he earned that run and that touchdown, but Algier did also great, had his 17, 17 carries and a reception. uh, Most touches of the season, 139 yards on the ground and found his um, way into the end zone that's what you want to see from guys. I mean, not if they're on the bench, but, you know, definitely uh, a chance to play him moving forward, especially in the fantasy finals where he, they face Arizona. Um, and so, yeah, just wish I uh, had had played him. Probably wasn't going to, but, you know, would have been nice to know mm. <laughs> ahead of time. Yeah. Give me the heads up. Yeah, yeah. The hindsight's always twenty twenty. Um, so Ramondre Stevenson, Jerry McKinnon, Tyler Rodger, you guys are this week's If I Had One Wish Award winners. All right, this next award, a player who underperformed so bad they must have gotten their talents stolen. This is the Space Jam Award. Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Tables, 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 tables. Well, my Space Jam Award is going to go to a man that holds a place special in my heart. Dolan Schultz for being absolute ass this week versus the Jaguars, allowing Dawson Knox to take a 10-point lead and have a comeback, absolute crazy comeback in our bet with Keone. 
as you guys know, me and Keone uh, made a bet about tight ends, and Dalton Schultz has been letting Keone down. Um, and Dawson Knox came back, and if Keone loses, well, he will be jumping through a table. So, Bill fans, Daydreamer fans, everyone, let's go, Dawson Knox. <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> Dalton Schultz. My Space Jam Award winner. Oh, goodness. Ryan almost gave up on this bet. Yeah, I Rex Ryan the shit week. out of it, guys. I Rex Ryan the shit out of it. It's okay. But just like Rex, we'll go to the AFC Conference uh, <laughs> Championship game and lose. With Mark Sanchez. Hey, it's all right. It's all right. It's it's the witching hour right now where wins become losses and losses become wins. We still got to have oh. faith. We know what your favorite team did already. I mean... <laughs> Are we seeing a repeat right. performance? No, 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 no. It's not going to. I'm different. I'm not defined by the team that I follow. <laughs> Chargers fans before. This is kind of a Chargers type of thing, too, what they're doing. You know, mm. Sometimes, you know, people say you always repeat your toxic relationships. And that is what it is with football. Yeah, type. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Just a giant red flag right on the face. Um, it's uh, available. <laughs> yeah, teams. You know, I'm a, I'm a nice catch. I'll root for you hard, even through the tough times. Yep. Um, yeah, so sign on to the Keone Keone bandwagon. Keeps things on the side, though. The Seahawks. <laughs> what? Well, you know, I never said we're little exclusive. Piece, bro, little yeah, piece. Keone got a little toxic trait, too. <laughs> I did, you know, we we know going into it that it's not necessarily exclusive. We just want to have a good time, you know. <laughs> um, but and speaking of somebody, well, not a good time, but a bad time, um, was Brandon Ayuk. This was just not his his week. You know, we thought he might have a good performance with the absence of Debo Samuel freeing some of the the uh touches and opportunities there but clearly that was not the case the ball was mainly funneled to christian mccaffrey and george kittle who both had fantastic games like top five finishes for both of them um top one for uh george kittle but Ayuk, not not so much two receptions on four targets for 19 yards not what you like to see um and it was a bad defense uh hard but i guess it shows that it's really really hard even for nfl teams with such talented players to facilitate more than like two big playmakers in any you know on a team in any given game it's really hard to do that you know just week in and week out um and maybe you know maybe when debo left he took a little bit of Ayuk's skill with him who knows but hopefully he finds some of that michael jordan special stuff um you know, before the game this upcoming week, because people are going to need it for their fantasy teams. So, but for the Seahawks, he was, he was space jammed. Uh, yeah, it's, it's tough. And and whenever, yeah, Kittle and McCaffrey have such good weeks, what are you going to do? Yeah. Whoever pick Kittle is a great, great yeah, it's really <laughs> smart, big brain move right there. All right, I got Miles Sanders with Space Jam this week. I think we all know what happened here. While this offense is a juggernaut this season, 
It all runs through Jalen Hurts. And yes, I said runs through Jalen Hurts. He's had he had three rushing touchdowns on the day, leaving Sanders with only three red zone touches all day. He only touched the ball 12 total times for 29 yards. Um, well, he had one reception, but it went for negative 13 yards. So that that kind of hurt him. It's and it's not very yeah, and he fumbled. It's not it's not very surprising because this could literally happen to Miles Sanders any week, every week. But uh, Miles Sanders was definitely space jammed by Jalen Hurts. So Dalton Schultz, Brandon Ayuk, and Miles Sanders, you guys are this week's Space Jammed Award winners. All right, this next award, last award of the day, this is a random player with a huge performance. This is the Where With Who Award. You've been where? Where who? Keone wins this award. Keone, you've been where with who, bro? Been out with the Seahawks, bro. You. <laughs> My where with who award is going to go to Rashid. Rashid? Shahid? Shahid? Shahid, I think. You know, the Saints receiver caught a deep bomb. Uh, put up some good points. No, no one started him, but he's actually done that a few times where he's been a guy who caught a deep pass and 50-yard touchdown type of thing. So, shout out to him. Good week this week, buddy. Yeah. It wasn't Chris Olave. Ugh. Ugh. Um, so, I, I got a guy who didn't have the, like, the biggest performance of, of the day. There were guys who definitely finished ahead of him. But for more for just the story and the ongoing, you know, storyline of this. It's Noah Brown um, of the Cowboys. He stole a blatant touchdown for Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz was wide open in the end zone, defender behind him. If Dak Prescott was a better quarterback, he would have thrown it in right in front of Dalton Schultz, grab it, cradle it, get, you know, only be four points away from Dawson Knox. May have changed the trajectory of this game. Three and a half with the catch. Yeah, could have been ahead of him. You know, who knows? He might have gotten more passes. They could have maybe gone into the overtime, which they shouldn't have been in anyways. That was really dumb by by them. But they could have gone into overtime, passing it to Dalton Schultz, maybe work your way down the field more, not throw an interception like a dummy Dak Prescott. It's just, he looks, Dak Prescott is, I, I hate the way, I don't know. He just doesn't look good. And he's irritating and frustrating and he goes to the wrong players. Also, Hendershot, who the hell is that? Get him out of here. Doesn't deserve a touchdown. No. You have one you know what? I'm changing my award winner. You're right. Hendershot, you are my wear with you. Because you stole that touchdown from Dawson Knox. You know, I, I'm changing my changing my shit. Sorry, Rashid, Shahid, whatever your name is. Hendershot is now my wear with who? Awful. Just in spite of Keone. <laughs> Oh, it's garbage. Like Dak Prescott, he has, he, I think needs some more rest or whatever because his sleep number bed is not doing it. I, I don't know. He should get a different, maybe a purple mattress or something. I don't know. Yeah, at least uh, something. Uh, it's just awful, awful, awful. But anyways, Brown had six catches for nine target on nine targets for 49 yards and two touchdowns. He could have given up one of those. I mean, gosh, so selfish, terrible. 
especially since one of them should have gone to Schultz, like I said. Awful, awful, awful. But um, yeah, the Cowboys lost though, so that's funny to the Jag, like to the Jaguars in overtime. Hilarious. Um, yeah, just let the time run out. Just don't. I don't know. Anyways, it's a travesty. Dalton Schultz should have all the touchdowns. All right. Uh, uh, oh, did we have a game on Saturday morning? First, Colts versus the Vikings. First, Mr. Fitted leaves the game on the first offensive drive, never to return again, but always in my heart. Oh, but even with that, the Colts jumped out to a 33 to zero lead. The rest is history. Well, and a lot of K.J. Osborne. K.J. Osborne is my where with who award winner this week. Ten receptions on 16 targets, 157 yards, scored a touchdown. He was all over the field on Saturday. And a huge reason the Vikings had the biggest comeback in NFL history to defeat the Colts. So, Hendershot. Noah Brown and KJ Osborne, you guys are this week's where with who award winners. All right. Uh, that'll do it for the awards. Let's move on to our waiver wire. All right. Switching it up a little bit here for the playoffs. You know, because waiver wire is not as deep. You're starting your studs right now. It's playoff time, baby. There's no buys no more. Let's go. Let's get it. So we're we're raising the we're moving the bar a little bit. Who are you guys adding who's 50% or less rostered? All right, I'll start us off. Uh uh Jackie Son Taylor hurt his ankle on Saturday. We lost him early. And we got Deion Jackson, Zach Moss, their committee. Zach Moss. I don't love him, but he had 24 rush attempts. 24 last game. Uh, they gave him the volume he need. Now, Deion Jackson was more of the pass catcher, and he also got the touchdown. Uh, so I see both being good plays. They're both well under, like, I think they're both, like, under 10% or 12%, whatever. So you don't, they're available in a lot of leagues. But they're playing the Chargers next week. And this is where I kind of would leave a little more Zach Moss just because of rushing ability. But, if you know, Matt Ryan cannot move. He is going to dump the ball off. So Deion Jackson could be a good play, too. These are both flex plays for me. Um, Matt Ryan had his longest run of his career this season. So I'll have you know. <laughs> I, I can't add Zach Moss. He looked terrible. 24 rush attempts. I understand he, he looked attempts. so bad. I'm not going to do that to myself. Dion, Dion is a great ad. But I can't. I, I can't do that to myself with Zach Moss. He looked terrible, even with touching the ball so much. Um, Yeah. I, got, I don't want to do it either. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I know, I know, I know. This is, this is, these are, I mean, hopefully you're not adding anyone on waivers. Your team is already set for playoffs, but this is if you have to. Um, I got James Cook running back for the Buffalo Bills, who is 47.4% rostered. Three weeks in a row with, with uh, James Cook getting 35% or more of the offensive snaps. He's getting more and more looks in this system. Uh, two of the three weeks, he's been a top 24 running back. 
it's playoff time, so there's not a not a ton of great ads this week. You should already have all backups rostered. Your AJ Dillon, who oh man, went off on Monday night. Um, yeah, just just any of the backups there. Uh, and James Cook is one of those premier backups that even if you don't roster Singletary, if Singletary goes down, James Cook can slide right into a flex spot at any time. So, yeah. Um, well, yeah, so he's my guy is KJ Osborne. Oh, we talked about him earlier. Um, but he, like, he's had a few good weeks now. You know, he's, I think he's 2.7% rostered, which kind of surprised me. You'd think he'd have be in a little bit more leagues, but there's already, you know, Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. So I guess that kind of makes sense. Um, but he has had a touchdown in the past two games and is averaging 10 targets over those two games and seven and a half catches in that same span. I know a lot of it was helped by this last game um, versus an unnamed opponent, but he seems to be now a reliant option for Kirk Cousins. Um, You know, they've been behind in a lot of these games because their defense is really bad. um, So they've had to throw the ball um, and they may have to do that continuously. Um, It might be, you know, they might have better matchups versus the Giants and Green Bay, which is their next two teams that they face. But still, I think they're going to need to pass to be a part of these games. And, you know, he's a, he's a deep waiver wire option, which I, I will just say he's, you know, one of those guys that he's available. And if you want, you know, he could maybe randomly get you wide receiver one numbers. Who knows? Um, so if you're a gambler then go for it. But if your team is set, then, you know, it might just be a guy that you get to. So other people don't, I don't know. All right. Uh, my last guy is going to be Marquise Goodwin. Um, concept here is Tyler Lockett probably out with the broken finger. Um, and he's basically, you know, the number two option, I guess, in the wide receiver category, no offense there. They're going against the Chiefs next week in a crucial game for their season. They're seven and seven, fighting for the playoff spot. It's a must-win game, and I think they're going to be able to put up points against the Chiefs. And it and he could be a good play. I mean, he was getting you know four or five targets a game with Lockett there. Maybe he gets seven or eight targets versus a bad to okay Chiefs defense. Yeah, we we saw when like I think DK Metcalf was out that one game, he had like a few touchdowns, and so he's just kind of it's just Lockett and Metcalf are just that, that much like they're the top two guys when they play, but when one of them is out, God Goodwin is a a great play, um on you know with from a great quarterback in Geno Smith, you know he's oh, I didn't say that well he's <laughs> well he's he's a viable play from a great quarterback in Geno Smith. You know, so this season, you know, it's just a top 10 quarterback and everybody, everybody loves him. And, you know, they're going through a rough patch, but that's fine. Um, they're, they, they're, uh, they're going to 12 quarterback. He's more than the 11 and 12 range. Hmm. I wouldn't say well, 10. In terms of, in terms of fantasy, I think he's a top 10. And in that's my heart, fair. in my heart. <laughs> All right. Uh, my next ad, I think I would add uh, KJ Osborne and Marquise Goodwin before this guy, but just giving you more options. I'm going with Noah Brown, who is 1.6% rostered um, wide receiver for the Cowboys. Keone talked about him a little bit. Uh, there's not a lot to say. 
looked okay this week. Nine targets, getting a lot of looks. Um, playing over 70% of the offensive snaps, so he's on the field. Uh, it seems to be uh, the second wide receiver before Gallup a lot of the times here for Dak Prescott. So I'd go ahead and go pick up Noah Brown if if you have to. So, yeah, a lot of these guys are going to be kind of deep wide receiver options that, you know, you might not play, but if you're injured in any case or, or what have you, that you know, it may provide you something. And my my last uh, waiver wire guy is somebody who can provide you with a floor. You know, sometimes you you want to hit home runs while you're in playoffs, but not everybody can do that. So you might need a guy who you can put in who are like, all right, I need a solid, I need a solid guy who will stay firm, stay strong, and get me, you know, seven to twelve points. You know, that's more than nothing. You know, he's not necessarily going to win and get wide receiver one or upper wide receiver two numbers, but he's he's there and he's solid. So it's going to be Darius Slayton, 42.2% rostered. I know we haven't heard much from the Giants wide receivers this season, um, but he is averaging 6.8 targets over the last five games and is 66.5 yards per game over the last six. So if you combine those two, that's a pretty good floor. Um, probably not going to get in the end zone, but still, that's if you're going to play him, that's not what you're expecting. Um, not going to win you a game, but probably, hopefully, you know, not going to lose you it, which is maybe just as important in playoffs, you know, because if you take a big swing and you might end up with egg on your face or we're hitting yourself, I don't know. But with him, he's going to make a solid single base hit down the line and set up the rest of your team. Um, they face Minnesota this week. And so that's a bad defense or like a good defense for him to play against. Um, so yeah, Darius Slayton. All right. Let's get into our uh, stream options. Stream on, stream on. Oh, that felt different than last week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that felt live. Yeah. <laughs> that was live. I deleted the sound by accident. <laughs> so who are you uh, streaming this week at quarterback and tight end? I'm going to go Kenny Pickett if he plays. Uh, it's deep play here, deep play. But yeah, uh, real deep. I'm, I'm low-key space on who, they, who they're playing. I forgot. Uh, De Detroit? No. No, this is my bad. This is horrible. Why do I not know this? They play the Raiders. That's why. Oh, they play the Raiders on Christmas Eve. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, this is me riding or dying that this Vegas team is bad, and I don't think their defense is. Well, I mean, I think it's easy to go against. And Kenny Pickett, I think, will will show out. I think the the offense kind of woke up a little bit. Now, if it's Mr. Bisky, I don't know if I would start him. Fuck, I don't know if I can start. <laughs> but Kenny Pickett's the guy I'm going with. Fair enough. Um, I'm going with another deep, deep guy because, you know, these are streaming options. You're not going to, you're obviously going to start your start your studs. 
but say your stud is you relied on Jalen Hurts this entire season. You're like, I don't need anybody else. He's the MVP, you know, and you, you haven't been wrong, but he's injured now. And so it's like, uh-oh, I, you, you know, I need a guy. You might have used your other quarterbacks for trades, what, what have you. Davis Mills. <laughs> um, the Texans, they really at this point have, have nothing to lose. I mean, they've almost pretty much locked up that, that first spot um, in next year's draft. And they're just, you know, slinging the ball around. I know they're doing kind of a quarterback by committee, but Davis Mills is clearly getting the better of the work. Um, they also face the Titans, which have allowed the most yards to opposing quarterbacks this year with 4,219. They've also allowed 25 touchdowns, um, which is tied for second. And they've also had a few rushing touchdowns to quarterbacks. Um the Titans are a vulnerable defense versus the position. And I also feel like they'll be the Texans will be playing from a behind position because there's a big guy named uh, oh, King Henry who absolutely dominates versus the Texans. And so he's probably going to get a lot of points and have the score, you know, have the Texans be chasing it. So um, he might have to throw it, you know, to Chris Moore, to other people. Um, I don't know really who much else is on this Texans team, um, but he's, they're going to throw the ball. They're going to have to. So he might get you around 20 points, and that's what you're shooting for from a streamer. All right. Um, I'm going with not so deep of a streamer as you guys. <laughs> Um, I'm going with Tua Tagovailoa, who, you know, uh, past couple weeks, it's been, it's been pretty, pretty rough for Tua, hasn't been in the the top 12 in four weeks now since their bye. Um, Three straight losses also for this Miami Dolphins offense. I mean, Tua's, Tua's numbers have been down, completion percentage down. Yards down, touchdowns down. This Dolphins team needs a spark here. They need to turn it around against Green Bay at home, not having to worry so much about the weather this week. I think it could get done. And I think uh, Tua is is a guy you can lean on to start. He showed it earlier in the season that he can, he is capable of making those plays. I think this this is a week it could happen again. He is the Samoan slingshot. So, you know, you know, you need to work the bands a little bit of the, the slingshot when it's too cold, you know, you only get a little mm. bit, but when it's warm, Oh, they'll go far. Oh, they stretch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, this is gonna be horrible. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I don't know how to say this guy's name. Uh, Ching, Chingo Zum. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, Titans tight end. Um, not Austin Hooper. That guy just is give really me good. One, just give me one I, full I try at it. I tried. I tried. I, I didn't even so hear the last. Do, you didn't even try. The I'm last. not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do. I don't know, man. I'm sorry. I should. Ian, what is it? Are you here? Say it so people could actually add him. Chi uh, Chigo Zim Aconqua. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oconquo? It's Oconquo? 
Yeah, the last name is Oconquo. Yeah. Oconquo? Yeah. Aaron just... Oh, well, that's... um. That's why I think you guys should pick up. I think he, I think he's low. He's been on fire. They seem like a team that needs weapons, and he's explosive. I saw him come, like run around out of the backfield. I saw him play a couple, like a couple, couple snaps out wide receiver. They were just using them all over. The targets are there, and I think you know an offense that is struggling so much that needs a win desperately, so they don't have to play that final Sunday in a win or go home situation um, versus the Texans teams they can beat. They can be available. So I got another guy who's pretty hot right now. Um, it's Juwan Johnson, uh, Double J, JJ. Uh, yeah, I you were going to say Dawson Knox. <laughs> no, technically he's, uh, well, I, eh, never, <laughs> never. <laughs> um, he has Juwan Johnson of the New Orleans Saints has averaged seven touchdowns over his last seven games. So he might not get a ton of yards, but, you know, he's targeted a good amount for a tight end between like four and seven times per game, depending. Um, but that's seven and seven games. That means he has a chance to get in the end zone. And for a tight end, that is huge. That is the difference between like outside the top 12 and inside the top five. Uh so they face Cleveland. It was kind of a tough matchup, but a trip to the end zone makes it all go away. And so I think you can take the chance on him if you want to and hoping for that, that end zone, that touchdown from Jawan Johnson. I like it. Um, I got Evan Ingram, who's been on, on a tear right recently. This whole offense, this whole Jaguars offense has been clicking as of late. Uh, Trevor Lawrence looking good. Zay Jones and Marvin Jones scored a touchdown this week. Uh, it's been it's been looking good for the Jags. And Evan Ingram, the past three weeks, has been looking great, getting 10.7 targets, averaging 10.7 targets a game, eight receptions a game, 84.7 yards, averaging a touchdown a game, playing against the Jets. That's a pretty good that's a pretty good defense, but I think you can trust Evan Ingram to be a top twelve tight end moving forward. Absolutely. Oh. I was just saying he's the executioner to T Law for T Law. Yeah, anyways. I don't know. That might be Zay Jones. Zay Jones has had some nasty catches. I know. Zay Jones is like the the deputy or something, or yeah, I don't know, yeah. the 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 marshal. But I just like the Evan Ingram, the the triple E's mm. execution. I just can't I can't wait to see this offense next year with Calvin Ridley. Like Say uh, Jones, Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, Evan Ingram, Travis Etienne, Travis, Etienne. Travis, Travis mm-hmm. uh, or sorry, um Trevor uh Trevor Lawrence, just a f- that could be a great offense. Dougie yeah. P bringing some stuff together. He was he <laughs> was pulling some shit out. Yeah, bro. <laughs> he was pulling some shit out. Got the out. win, bro. He's a, he's a good coach. He's going to be playing for a playoff spot here. Mm, dude, that, that was filthy. Amazing. Uh, that'll do it for the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Remember, tell your friends. Go ahead and like, subscribe, follow wherever you are listening to this. Uh, we got a website, fantasydaydreamers.com, where we got all of our content and articles if you want to read some stuff about fantasy football coming out. Instagram, Twitter, 
and TikTok at FF Daydreamers. Follow along there. We follow back. Uh, Twitch, twitch.com slash daydreamer media. You guys want your questions answered. That's the easiest way. Come hang out on Monday and Wednesday nights. So tomorrow night, if you're listening to this, hopefully on Tuesday, tomorrow night, come hang out with us. Uh, you guys got anything else? Uh, yeah, just a little piece of advice for playing fantasy playoffs. Don't overthink things. Don't work yourself into um, a losing you know, position. Just, just start your studs. You know, trust your instinct and do not overthink things. And remain dreaming. Yes, continue. Continue to stay dreaming.